0: But you can't go and diagnose your own A1C easily unless you know what test to get or something, you know, right. and stuff like that. Yeah. And so yeah. they've had these drug test kits that you could get for years now. If you were a parent, you could get a lock of your kid's hair and you could hmm. test it for like 18 different drugs. Yeah. You can get a pee stick if you need to pass a test at work. Yep. Yeah. You know, so they've had it, they just...
1: Well, yeah. Walgreens has a whole line of at-home testing, I mean, including an A1C, so you could pick up a test for an A1C, mm-hmm. but if I do it with my doctor, it doesn't cost me anything. Right. I mean, it costs my insurance company something, but it doesn't cost me anything.
0: Right, and plus sense. then you have a doctor looking at it. So yeah, yeah.
1: true. Yeah. I mean, it's never terrible. Mm-hmm. It's never really bad, so...
0: have you Have you uh, done one of those DNA tests for your health? Yeah, and what do you think about them? Because I haven't done anything. I one.
1: think it's just a whole bunch of bullshit. I just don't think it's very healthy. I'm mean, very helpful. Well, yeah, you, you got a thirty percent chance of, or an eighty percent chance of. Well, I'll just. I guess I'll just wait till I get diagnosed, diagnosed with whatever that is, and
0: I'll worry about it then. I guess. You know, I got, I got really irritated last year because I went to or year before last I went to female doctor and had a gyno exam just normal stuff right and I don't really like those exams I don't know anybody who does though but every now and then I have to go do one or they'll drop my insurance if I don't and so I went and the gal tried to talk to me about doing DNA testing and she never really went into detail about what it was for and I told her no and she was real surprised that I told her no. You know, and she wanted to know why. And I said, because I don't prefer that. I don't want that. And she, she kind of begrudgingly walked out of the room. And Sometime later, she did, you know, did the exam. And about a month later, we got the invoice from the insurance company. And she had done a f- DNA test.
1: Without your permission.
0: Specifically without my permission. Uh, you, I was
1: pissed. Did you I'm, consider suing her?
0: It'd be my word against hers. So I wouldn't get anything out of it. But it's like, you know, she really, that just irritated the shit out of me. And it still does. And so anyway, needless to say, I'm looking for a different doctor. And making excuses for not getting one yet. So, Oh, it's been COVID. Well, I love my
1: doctor. He's so crazy, and he's funny, and tells Joe. He came in on the waiting room yesterday, and he said, Well, this is the perfect day for me to see you, isn't it? It's the solstice. And I said, Well, no, actually, it's the equinox, but yeah, I get your point. But he got really serious. Um, he said, What is your traveling schedule like? And I said, I've, I've canceled everything except one day trip to, to Greenville. And he said, good, because this virus is, is scaring even me because it is, it is raking people over. And he said, you are basically a pretty healthy person, but one too many trips on an airplane, one too many moments of not being as careful as you should be. And he said, it probably wouldn't kill you to get this, but you should, you would not be happy with it. And it was one of the few times I've ever seen him be serious about anything. And he was, he was visibly relieved when I said, I've just canceled everything. I have had such an easy few weeks. I mean, this week has gotten a little bit crazy, but not bad.
0: Well, it seems to me like, You've had to be everywhere all at once in the last few days.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, most of it's Zoom stuff, so it's not even real, you know. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, but you're in demand. You're very in demand. I mean, this
1: is different stuff, though. It's like neighborhood stuff because our neighborhood is
0: bumping
1: up. Um, They want to do a Section 8. Housing thing right at the front of the neighborhood where that big Pepsi sign is, Mm. and all the neighbor—not all the neighbors, but half the neighbors—are just they are up in arms, hysterical. We don't want a homeless shelter here. We don't want this. And it's like it is not a homeless shelter. Section eight housing is is workforce housing, and I I know y'all have million dollar homes, but not everybody can afford to have that.
0: Maybe they'll sell them,
1: and nobody. I mean, not nobody, but most people in this neighborhood don't know the history of this neighborhood. So they don't know it was a working-class neighborhood.
0: There were boarding yeah. houses, right?
1: Yeah, and mill houses. It was all housing for the cotton mill and the and the grain mill. And for them to be all up on their <coughs> high horse about, oh, you know you know what those people are like. Well, you know what? I'm those people. And my family's been in this neighborhood since the late 1800s. So, maybe you should not have bought a million-dollar house in a mill village. That ain't on me. That's on you.
0: Yeah, I know. So,
1: there's that meeting today. This is about... Well, actually, the one today is about a new high-end apartment thing that's coming into the corner of Hilliard and Cleveland.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. And even yeah, though we all I know have- that... Hilliard right, and they'll be Clingman.
1: Fine with the million-dollar property owners. They won't care about that. I just want to say to them, I hope it, crash, it crashes all your oh, property values. I hope it crashes my property values. Oh yeah. Because it only means that you're gonna have to pay more taxes. Does that make you happy? Paying more taxes. That make me happy.
0: I don't think they care. Well, and you know, Hilliard and care. Klingman used to be the worst neighborhood. It's like Idiot.
1: it. It, it, <laughs> it used to be the kind of neighborhood that in decent neighborhoods they would threaten their children by saying, "You know what? You you keep acting up, I'm gonna drop you off in the West End <laughs> after dark, and you just see how you do."
0: I umpired softball up there at that that whatever you call it, the baseball diamond there back in like 1981, maybe eighty eighty one. And it was awful. It was awful. It was—I <laughs> can't tell you.
1: Well, we moved here in '84, I guess, and it was a—it was a iffy thing to do. But like I said, my family have been here since the 1890s, and when I got a chance to get a big house here, I got one. It was not a good neighborhood.
0: Well, go get them. Well, well
1: I, there's nothing I can do, nothing thing I can do but remind them of the neighborhood's history and then they'll just say well but that's not the history now because I just paid a million dollars for my house how could that possibly be, be a thing one guy said oh I would love it if instead of this project that uh, somebody would take on building small houses you know like the ones in Park Square and I wanted to say that was not a housing development that you should be proud of that was mill housing for people that the cotton mill f- owned and they owned the houses, and they owned the people who work in the mill. No. But you don't understand that because you don't know anything about history because you're not even <laughs> from here. Mm-hmm. Don't mince words.
0: Byron? What do you really think? My grandparents lived in a mill house. Did you know that? No, which yeah, one? On my dad's side. No, uh, which Oh, in Robbinsville, the one in Robbinsville. Nice. Yeah, and I loved it because of the smell. When you know, It was a wood cutting mill. A oh, yeah, she got the sawdust
1: all
0: the time. Oh, yeah, it smelled wonderful. I loved it, loved it. And I love the toys because you could go there and they'd give you like a truckload of the end, cut off ends of wood and yeah. stuff, and they were blocks. So we had a whole yeah. room full of blocks. I, have, I come from a long line of bullshitters too. They 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 tell a good story better than me. I have a lot of pauses. No, I
1: I would see uh, I'd see these people that were supposedly traditional storytellers, and everything was like this. And then he said too, and I was like, eh, it ain't storytelling. Uh-uh. Storytelling is when it sounds real. It sounds like a real person is telling you a story. I've heard that's what real Appalachian storytelling is. The rest of that stuff's just I don't know what the hell it is.
0: It's performance art <laughs> well, again, it's
1: or performance. entertainment. I don't know call it art, yeah. but it is performance.
0: Well, or maybe it's just entertainment. It's it's I all right.
1: The best storytellers are just telling you a story.
0: You're not kidding. You know, there's a gal, I think I've mentioned her before to you, the Appalachian psychic Angela Moore. Do you know who oh, I'm I, talking about? Yeah. She's out of She's Yancey She's really County. good, I understand. She is. She's totally good. I wonder if we could get her to come tell a story on Zoom. I'm gonna write that down.
1: Yeah, she would be real good. Hey Hey, y'all, we have just been talking about the craziest thing, and some of you gonna remember what happened last year with the what was it? Countdown to Halloween. How you do that? It was. I
0: don't know. It was last two weeks of the month.
1: Yeah, and it was something ever dang day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we're going to do that again, and y'all just need to get your fancy Halloween Halloween britches on mm-hmm. so that we can uh, uh, regale you with tales. We're going to have some special guests on, <laughs> people that you either heard of or never heard of or wish you'd heard of or wish you'd never heard of.
0: <laughs> Hopefully not the latter.
1: <laughs> you know not
0: you know oh. who we're going to
1: invite to be on here. I know. I mean, somebody, you go, what? Hell, Kelly lag I thought he was dead.
0: I'm so excited. <laughs> I am. And y'all, if anybody can help us figure out how to get Dolly Parton to come and tell us a story, boy, uh-huh. she doesn't even have to move. We'll call her. She can, she can tell us a story for a minute. I don't care if she's in the bathroom, do you?
1: No, and she wouldn't let us know if she because she's too much of a lady. She's,
0: yes, I know. Yes I know. So
1: But yes, yeah, if you can get Dolly on here, boy, we would give you a hug and a kiss and a yeah. big old cup of coffee. Which we'd give you anyway. True except enough. the hug and because then we'd have to all be masked and all that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so look for us the the two weeks before Halloween. We're gonna count down <laughs> And then maybe we're gonna fire an anvil in the backyard. I don't know what we're gonna. do. I don't know.
0: We may have to divinate something from the deck.
1: Well, we could do that if we had a deck to do it
0: with. We have the cards already, already conceived and all of that stuff. So let's let's think about that. I I wouldn't mind you teaching people about the cards before. We, you know, as we go before they see yeah. them in their hands to get them excited. I think that'd be a good deal.
1: Well, and also <coughs> to get them excited is to say that Alicia told me earlier, and y'all can hold her feet to the fire for this, that she's going to go ahead and set up a Kickstarter account. Yes, What I you reckon? Am. What you reckon, Alicia? You
0: going to do it? I'm going to do it. There ain't no doubt about it. If Kickstarter yeah. will let me, it will happen. Oh, golly. <laughs> ain't that something? I'm nervously, excitedly happy about it. <laughs> me too.
1: I've got I've got all of the I've written out what all the cards mean yes you have and I've got to put that in some kind of shape and it's in a file now but I need to it needs to be a little bit more fleshed out but I've already figured out what they all mean for me but you know with any card whoever's reading them decides what they mean that's exactly I may right. tell you that that means you are stubborn Or it's good for you to be persistent in this situation. Mm -hmm. I guess y'all can all guess that's the mule card. (laughs) Good to be persistent or you are being too stubborn. But y'all will look at the mule card and say, you know what, that just reminds me that you can be uh, you can be somebody that doesn't look as pretty as a racehorse, but you still get everything done. Mm -hmm. So it'll be up to everybody's own Divinatory skills to figure out what each of those cards mean. I'm just gonna give you a thought about it, yeah. and then you can decide.
0: Well, I have to. T-
1: if you do That when we start the Kickstarter, that can be how we kick it off. You know, mm-hmm. is that if you join our Kickstarter, you're gonna get a video of me talking about those cards. How about
0: that? That's a pretty cool idea. I thought it was. Well, I gotta tell you, I was reading what what you've got there, and it's pretty fleshed out. I thought. But the cards were... It was so interesting. Because it was right on. It was relevant towards real life. Or at least it seemed to me it was.
1: A deck of cards has to be that way. You know, I mean, to me, now I've been reading, God, y'all know, 52 years. I've been reading... Maybe more. Anyway, (laughs) uh, more than 50 years. And the thing about it is, if it doesn't relate to your real life, you're not going to listen to it. So if it's all you know, if it's all couched in these weird terms that doesn't make any sense to you and you're trying to figure out, oh, well, does that mean I should stay with this fella or I should not stay? You know, just be clear about it, as clear as you can be. Sometimes cards aren't clear. Mm-hmm. And you just got to say, well, the way the signs are looking to me is that this is the thing you ought to do. I had a poor, poor old client contact me, know, it's been a couple of weeks now. And And i have done a reading for her before, and she basically wanted to know the same thing. And I told her exactly the same thing. The cards are saying, no, this is how this is going to be. And she said, do you remember you told me that last time? And I said, no, because I don't remember readings.
0: I really don't. So do you think you're going to be worn out by the time Salen is over with? No. Nope.
1: And I'll tell you why, because I'm not hardly doing anything for Salon this year because of the COVID.
0: Well, you think you're going to be all energized? Uh,
1: maybe. I really don't know because we've had so much death and that's what Salon's about. So I don't know. I just
0: don't know. That's what I was wondering is because of all the death. You know, I've had, I've lost some people this last week or so and that I'm still processing. And
1: people having terrible accidents like our friend did.
0: Yeah, oh yeah.
1: And I just think, well, you know, one foot the other way, and he might have really, he might not have been in surgery. He might have been over to the funeral home.
0: By now I know it. And I agree with you. It has a lot to do with the crazy ass traffic, too. But
1: well, and people in this town cannot drive worth a
0: Maybe they can, but they don't.
1: And it is not just tourists, it's anybody who's driving on these roads. They think, well, I must be bulletproof because I'm in a car, so I can just do whatever I want to do. I've seen people do the dumbest, just stupid stuff. And then act like, well, why are you blowing your horn at me? I don't understand what I do. Yeah. You almost got me killed, you jackass.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's when you practice your magic in the car.
1: That is when I, uh, that's when I practice my penis shrinking spell. <laughs> that's exactly right. If you see me behind you doing this with opening my fingers real wide and making them tinier and tinier and tinier, that's what you know <laughs> happens.
0: Or, or if you do the one where you got the one finger up and it slowly starts curving down. That works
1: too. <laughs> like, uh-oh, what just happened? And you know, women, y'all don't get all cocky about it. Like, well, I ain't got one, so it won't affect me. Your boss has got one. Your right. husband's got one. Your brother's got that's one. That's right. Remember your that. has got one. And don't you know that's gonna make them ill enough to make your life miserable?
0: Yep. Yep. So don't be laughing when you shouldn't. You know. <laughs> so, you made a noise. You made a man noise. <laughs>
1: been doing a lot
0: more of that kind of grunt. It's like, what's your answer to that? My answer is. <coughs> uh, <coughs> so, so you spread it out in your syllables when you're doing it? No, <laughs> that's <was> right. <laughs> it's like you just said a whole paragraph. I did. Yep,
1: yep. It's crazy, yeah, isn't
0: it? It is. Well, listen, I'm looking really forward to telling you some good stories and hearing some new stories, and I know we have a couple surprises planned and. I'm kind of getting excited about it. But right now, there is a refrigerator and finished cleaning. And oh,
1: goody. I'm yeah. going through my clothes. Uh,
0: no, I know. I saw that. Yeah, I, I can't face that yet. <laughs> well,
1: I've, I've just basically sorted them out. And it's like, oh, here's the t-shirts, here's the sweaters, here's the long pants, here's your
0: shorts. Mm-hmm.
1: That's uh-huh. kind of what I'm doing. Uh-huh.
0: I'll
1: do more as I can. Yep. Well, I I'll... need to just give all of it away except for four pairs of black pants some black undershirts some black turtlenecks and whatever sweaters i want to keep
0: well you wear flannel some
1: i do i would never give up this flannel shirt in fact Mm
0: -hmm. i do
1: have two three
0: flannel shirts that i love i've got a i've got some i've got a flannel jacket like that that i love anyway so y'all we're going to um, go and get outside some, and at, or I'm going to go get outside some after I finish my indoor chores and enjoy all this weather. Nice. You've been outside a lot lately.
1: Yeah, I've not been outside today because uh, uh, my personal yard man, Mr. Joseph, was mowing today, and I don't like to be outside
0: when he's mowing because uh, it's too loud. It yeah. hurts my little delicate ears. I gotcha. I understand. Well, I know the sleeping has been good, and... I've been I have, really...
1: Like I had to get up in the middle of the night and put another blanket on because it's too darn cold.
0: I know, and it'll be colder tonight. We're getting in the 40s. I know.
1: Furnace <laughs> has already been on today. Yay!
0: So, no, the furnace...
1: We, the furnace came on today, Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we did have windows open and all the doors and all that stuff, yeah.
0: Gotcha. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Then we
1: closed everything down. Now it's fine.
0: Yeah. So...
1: Y'all be good. Uh, Look for October to be Weird Gals. In fact, we are officially going to name it right now. October is Weird Mountain Gals Month. Well, yeah. Um, Snap. We'll do giveaways. Yeah. And Lord knows what we're going to do. But October is the month for the Weird Mountain Gals.
0: That's right. You heard
1: it first. On Weird Mountain
0: Gals. (laughs) So y'all take care of yourself and have some behavior. Yes, some kind. We will talk to I'll you take soon. Care.
1: Thank you, Miss Alicia.
0: Thank you, Byron. You
1: take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Now. Bye. Recording stopped. That was
0: fine. Okay, good. Uh, is that gonna give you enough to?
1: It's kind of plenty, it plenty. What do you Thank think you. about October's world
0: Mountain Gala? Oh, I love it. Well, it is our month anyway, so busy people get a lot more done. Is what it is.